do you do you do you guys think like the NFL is like the the product of the NFL is hurting as a whole like worse yes. than it ever has right now because of all these injuries, especially yes. to like guys who matter. Like, I think it's not just injuries. I think it's just the what, honestly the way that some of the contracts are structured. You have so much money going towards quarterbacks that it's eating up so much of the cap. The teams can't afford to you know, to pay you know, veteran players at skill positions and, and anywhere else on the team. So they're relying on rookies and dudes that really shouldn't be playing that much to be starters because they can't afford to pay anyone else. Mm-hmm. So now it's, you know, a bunch of high paid quarterbacks with really not great players around them because no one can afford really good players anymore. Well, and the other thing too, that's like, well, and it's not just quarterbacks now that are making crazy money. It's like wide receivers are making $20 million a year. You have, isn't like, so like who's Tyreek Hill's making like $30 million a year. You got like John Drew Hopkins is making like 28. Like, and then you talk about like the other side of the ball where DBs are making like in the twenties. Now you have pass rushers who are making, you know, $30 million a year. Like it's, yeah. it's insane when you, when you have your money tied up in four guys then how how is everybody else supposed to make money, first of all? And then yep. the second thing is, like you said, how are you supposed to put a team together? And then I think that's why the that's why the league looks the way that it is, where it's like you you look at like teams like the Packers who should be performing better than what they are with Aaron Rodgers, but they can't because they're paying, you know, him all that money and then they probably have a bunch of money tied up into like two or three other guys. And you just yeah. you see these you see these teams and then now you look see a lot brand. of these yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, is you see a lot of these these teams like the Eagles or the Giants who have just been, you know, crap for the past 10 years that have just been collecting, not 10 years, but the past like four years have been collecting, you know, first round draft picks like crazy. And they have them all on the field now and they're all like right before they're about to get paid. So they're all kind of entering that point where they're starting to be really good. Yeah. And now they're now they're able to put together some wins. And as long as everybody on their team stays healthy. They might go on. They, we might see some of these guys go on a run. Like we might, like the Eagles are six and zero right now. I'm not saying they're going to go undefeated, but I mean they probably look like the most balanced team. Like their roster, there's not too much money in in either place because they're not paying Jalen Hurts a bunch of money right now, and they don't have a guy on the roster that they're paying, you know, a shit ton of money to at their position. Everybody is just kind of making pretty decent money, and everybody's performing pretty well, and they're pretty spread out and pretty deep. So, and they have a lot of first round talent on that team. So. I, that that could be a team that maybe nobody thought would win a Super Bowl this year, but maybe they squeak in there and win one just because of how, you know, deep they are as a team. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, the, the way that you build a team now in the NFL is you get a, a good rookie quarterback that you have control of for five years. You take all that money that you would have paid a, a quarterback of his caliber and load them up with, with skill position players and build a team around them. You ride that window for four years, and then you pay the quarterback $40 million a year, and then you cut everyone else that also led him to the Super Bowl, and you leave him with a bag of chips, a half-eaten melted Reese's cup, and a pack of gum. <laughs> and then everyone wonders, oh, well, why is this team not as good anymore? Well, it's because you gave the quarterback all of your cap space, and you're trying to fill out the roster with seventh-round draft picks. Yeah. Do you think, do you think it changes then with maybe the method, maybe instead of re-signing the quarterback, like before I know they would take different positions and be like, Oh, instead of giving those, that wide receiver, all that money, like what the chiefs did to Tyreek kill, they just ship them off for a bunch of draft picks. 
and then they kind of fill out the team that way. Do you think quarterback starts being that position where they're like, well, if we could trade him off and get a high draft pick over the next couple of years, then we could just keep all these guys that, that made him good and we'll just go draft another quarterback and, and repeat that process. No, because I think if, if you announce to the world that your franchise quarterback is available for trade, everyone's going to wonder, okay, you have a franchise quarterback, you're willing to trade him. What's wrong with him and why do you want to trade him? And you're not going to be able to get that much because franchise quarterbacks, let's face it, are a dime a dozen. And once you have one, obviously you want to pay them. Obviously, I think they're paid a little too much, but you want to pay them because good luck trying to find another one. But I don't but I don't think I don't think you need a bona fide franchise quarterback if you put a good enough team around them. I mean, I know Jared Goff didn't get it done in the Super Bowl, but I mean we've seen Jared Goff take a team to the Super Bowl. We've seen, you know, um Jimmy G take a team to the Super Bowl. And these guys are not like bona fide franchise quarterbacks. But I'm saying we've seen them take them there so they, they had the opportunity to win the game, right? So I think if you But that, that was before they got paid, so they had a lot of talent around them. That's what I'm saying. But if you if you can if you can repeat that process over and over again, then why wouldn't you do that? Because it yes, yes, they didn't win in those situations, but you know, if you get enough bites at the apple, you're gonna win you're gonna win a few of those games. And that's because if it was that easy to find a, a quarterback good enough to get you to the Super Bowl just like that, then teams would be doing it. I mean, I would I would argue that there's a there's a good number of quarterbacks within the league outside of the bona fide franchise quarterbacks, which I don't. There's probably only like maybe eight or nine. You know what I mean? There's a lot more than there used to be, but I do think that that there's that I think there's a there's a good pocket of like ten guys that if you put a good enough team around them, they they could get you to to a Super Bowl. Now, winning it's a different you know beast, but I do think that they could get there get you there on a regular basis if if they had you know, a good setup around them. The thing is, too, you know, for a franchise quarterback, they're super marketable and like they're the face of the team. They're the leader that, you know, like the captain, you know, the guy everybody looks at, you know, like Mahomes, you know, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, you know, they're exciting, like freak athletes, you know, big arms. And it, just at the end of the day, that's something you want in your team if you can have. You're not, you don't want to get rid of that ever just because, you know, it brings your team money. It brings your team, you know, notoriety, you know, respect, you know, having a guy like that. If you have to get a rookie, you know, every four or five years, get a new quarterback in there, it, he has to like build that respect up, rebuild his, you know, abilities up. But you only have probably a year or two of him at his prime or like at his best for like where, you know, where like, you know, where he really knows everything about the game, you know, and you don't want to have to keep waiting like two or three years. Like what you like have a year or two of really good, like play really good, team you know if like two or three years where you're kind of middling they don't want to have to keep going back and forth like that they want to be at the patriots you know where they're like a contending team for like 15 20 years you're not you're not going to find a guy like tom brady who's going to take you know 10 or 15 million dollars less every single but you're also not going to be able to find you're not if things go as planned and you get your rookie quarterback and you're in you're deep in the playoffs super bowl every year you go to let him go after because you don't want to sign him to his to another contract. You're not drafting high enough in the draft to replace him with another franchise quarterback. That's that's why that's why you trade him. I mean they they do it. I mean the I mean I know I know it's something that's foreign because we just don't see it happen all the time. But they do with every other position. But uh, the the amount the teams would be asking to for their franchise quarterback, not every team is going to want to give up three first round picks 
every four years to get a franchise quarterback. There'll be teams that'll do it. I mean, I'm, I'm just, yeah, but 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 the, the whole league isn't going to operate that way. No, but if but if you do and you capitalize on that, you know what I mean. Like I know, listen, I understand that. Like it's going to be something. It sounds so weird and so foreign because we just don't see it happen because teams strive so long for franchise quarterbacks. But like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, to me, to me, if you if you're going to do the Bill Belichick method where you take a guy and right before you have to pay him a crap ton of money. You just trade him for a ton of assets, like why, why, why can't why can't you do that with the quarterback too? Because if you trade him for a bunch of assets, then you're just gonna have a bunch of draft picks, and then even even if you don't have a super high one to get a quarterback at one, two, or three, you could probably package some of those together and go get a guy. You know what I mean? And you could still keep you could still keep your core, you know, ten or twelve guys on that roster. Right, so really so let's say you win. get a bunch of draft picks, and there's no one. <laughs> Dang the the Wi Fi didn't even want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, man, bro. Yo, you gotta, you gotta anyway, reset, reset your router, bro. Anyways, why would let's say you trade your franchise quarterback, which I don't know why you would do that because you they're hard to replace anyways. Let's say you trade them for a bunch of draft picks, and we have a quarterback class like we had last year where there was really no good franchise quarterbacks available. Then what do you do? You you trade those sign, those picks. You, you sign you sign a bridge quarterback for a year, and then you go out there. Then and how are you, how are you gonna? So you're gonna take the Colts method of having a bridge quarterback every year until you find someone in the draft that's gonna be your franchise guy. No, but most how is that, most how is that but most but to be fair, most most drafts don't have a shitty quarterback class like that. The thing is, there's always that risk of you know have, getting a bust, no matter how good you no, it I mean, seems like not, that person is. Like Trevor Lawrence, he seems like he seemed like the most generational, best talent. Like everything was perfect about him. Okay, Nothing well, wrong. I don't, and, I don't think and that he was hasn't his been fault, bad, though. but he hasn't also been like a generational player yet. But he also like at that, level. that wasn't his fault though. I mean, to be fair, like he had Urban Meyer as a head coach who was kicking players. So like I don't think that he got the, the fairest of shake year one. In year two, he looks, you know, tremendously better, better than what he yeah, did. But, but the, the, the thing is with, with rookie quarterbacks, you don't know what you're getting. Yeah, they're no. they're great in college. You can't you I'm can't not, always replace your franchise quarterback every five years with an unproven talent. I'm not I'm not saying that it would be a perfect method. I'm not saying that you're not going to hit a draft, you know, in this in this process every once in a while that has a crappy quarterback class, but it's not very often that we don't see that there's at least two quarterbacks or at least one quarterback in a draft where you're like, that guy is good. You know what I mean? And they but yeah, they have to be drafted. But they have to be drafted in the right system. I think the biggest issue is when you when you draft these quarterbacks and you put them on these shitty teams and then you expect them to be world beaters, like with Justin Fields on the Bears, he has gotten the worst shake out of probably any quarterback that's gotten drafted in the past. Like, He's also got bad technique and can't hit wide open tight ends in the end zone. Anyways. When he's, First of all, when he's when he's backpedaling for his life every single time he drops back, you can't. No, like I'm, he I'm not. He doesn't. He doesn't have time. He doesn't have time to develop anything okay, with anybody. I get, I get that. He has I know. One, two seconds to throw the ball. All right, we're, we're all Ohio State homers here at times. <laughs> I get that. I'm a, I'm an Ohio State homer too. But MSU. 
It's a, it's a little bit of both. It's bad play on Justin Fields' part, and it's also a bad organization that he was drafted to. If he, a good quarterback if, doesn't miss wide open players in the end zone. If he if he actually had a good team that he had been on the past couple of years, you would see a world of difference. I mean, it's it's the same it's the same any thing that you see. It's, That's any quarterback. It's this, but it's the same thing. You like even look at like Big Ben the past three years. Like, do I think that he was the only reason that they made the playoffs when they did when he was there? Yes, but you even saw him missing passes and missing open guys because when you're when you're when you're literally it's in your head that I only have half a second to throw the ball you're not you're just you're just trying to get it out as fast as you can you're not worried about you know necessarily getting it there in the perfect spiral or the perfect way because you're worried about trying to get the ball out and get it downfield so I don't think it's necessarily that he's like a bad quarterback I just think that he's he's had to develop bad habits because he's on probably one of the worst rosters that we've seen in a long time. And I think if he was completely on a different roster, then we would see a completely different player. I just don't think that he's gotten the best of and he's he's going to get labeled, you know, shitty because he's not playing well, but it's not all his fault. I think if he was actually on a good roster, he'd be fine. He'd be a better than what he is. Well, yeah. they also have a new GM, so who knows, they might actually start acquiring talent. The problem with the Bears is they haven't addressed the offense in years. So they have Justin Fields. They have a, a new head coach, new front office. Now's the time to, to actually get pieces around him. So let's see what they actually do. I'm, I'm just saying, if you have a good enough team around you, you can develop well and you can win games. I mean, look at like what the Patriots were able to do with Mac Jones when he came in. I know they weren't like crazy successful, but they were still able to win games and he was still looking pretty good. Look at Bailey Zappi. He's been able to come in and win games and, and not look awful, right? And this is a guy that was drafted in the fourth round where you're like, I don't even think that you should be this good in the NFL right now, but it's the system, it's the coaching, and it's the guys that you have around you. And if you have good enough guys around you, they can help that develop and help make you look good and you can progress a lot faster than other guys. So I think it's... I think it's more so the culture with the Patriots because you look at their offense and you're like, okay, you have Ramondre Stevenson, but what else do they have? <laughs> I think it's really just coaching and great defense because their, their offense isn't really anything spectacular. I'm not going to lie, though. As a Patriots fan, watching Zap play compared to watching Mac Jones play earlier this season, I feel like the offense has been much like better, like less stagnant, better flow, better tempo, like, Everything's just been going better with Zap so far under center. And it's kind of been surprising. I really thought Mac Jones was a pretty solid quarterback, you know, but mm-hmm. Zap, I felt like, has been playing better than him in the time yeah. he's had. You know who wishes they had Bailey Zappi right now? Carolina Panthers. <laughs> I think they'd wish they have anybody in the league. <laughs> Matt Corral's done. He's, he's out for the year. You got Sam Darnold, who was done for the year before the season started. You got Baker, <laughs> who is having – the worst year of his career, and I didn't think he'd get any worse than last year. I'm honestly, as a Browns fan, I'm totally cool with replacing Baker with Jacoby Brissett. If Jacoby Brissett was our quarterback last year, it would have been better than Baker. He would have been better. He's better than Baker right now. Like, and PJ was right. Hurt. So OBJ like, was right this whole time. Yeah. So <laughs> what? What are the? Um, I think Jacob East. I think they signed Jacob Easton last week off of um, Seattle's practice squad. I think he's going to be the starting quarterback next week. Damn. Get Nate Peterman. Put the Peterman <laughs> out there. 